Marketing for a Cause Cause-based marketing is a growth driver. IME Research Insights, December 2022 In a socially networked world, people remember and are loyal to brands that are linked with a cause. A recent report on Gen Z's by advertising and PR firm Havis Group reveals that 70% of young Indians prefer to buy from brands that align with their environmental and social ideology. The payoff from cause-based marketing, CBM for short, campaigns built around social causes but with a subtle revenue-driving objective, is potentially huge. This paper looks at how companies can align themselves with social causes and provide some do's and don'ts. Types of cause-based marketing The three most common types of CBM campaigns are message-focused, action-triggered, and licensing campaigns. Message-focused campaigns raise awareness on a specific social topic. Budweiser's hashtag friends are waiting ads urged people not to drive after drinking. Action-triggered campaigns involve donating to a cause each time a consumer buys something. On World AIDS Day, Starbucks donated five cents for every beverage purchased at its stores. Licensing campaigns involve a business paying to use a nonprofit's brand on its product. For example, the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals partners with brands such as Pet King, EHD, and Evenflow, licensing the ASPCA logo for use on their products. The Do's of Cause-Based Marketing Number 1. Be Relevant Invest in causes that matter to the target audience. A global survey by Edelman finds that 61% of consumers would prefer to buy products and services associated with a good cause. Uber's Move What Matters campaign, launched at the start of the COVID-19 lockdowns, urged customers to stay at home rather than use its service while pledging 10 million free rides and food deliveries to healthcare workers, seniors, and others in need. Number 2. Choose the right cause. Align your initiatives with business values. Pampers partnered with UNICEF to combat maternal and neonatal tetanus. For every pack of diapers bought, it used a portion of the sales to purchase tetanus vaccines, which it distributed across 17 countries. In contrast, KFC's Buckets for a Cure campaign, which donated 50 cents for every bucket of chicken sold to a breast cancer research foundation, failed. The obvious dissonance in values between a fast food chain and a healthcare-focused nonprofit was its undoing. Number 3. Measure what matters to your audience. Use campaigns to garner consumer insights. Carefully mapping a campaign's impact can yield insights into what matters to the audience, which can help fine-tune future marketing campaigns. Women's razor brand Billy used its Project Body Hair campaign to help normalize the idea of female body hair. It garnered 1.2 million views and over 700 uploads on Instagram. Crucially, in the first 11 months, Billy also gained 65,000 new followers purely via social sharing. Number four, get your timing spot on. Timing is nearly everything. Timing can make or break a marketing campaign. Market conditions, seasonality, and other external factors affect a campaign's reach, and eventually, product sales. Like several other major brands, Starbucks has partnered with Project Red, which raises money for the Global Fund an organization committed to combating diseases like AIDS and COVID-19. For its red partnership, instead of its usual holiday-themed products, Starbucks launched a line of cups, gift cards, and other products in red. The campaign was extraordinarily successful because the products were strongly associated with the holiday season. Number 5. 
Stay open about what you gain from the project. Be honest and transparent. The more honest and open a campaign is, the higher the trust engendered in the brand. Starting in 2006, Tom Shoes' one-for-one campaign pledged to donate a pair of shoes for every pair purchased. Importantly, it stated that the cost of these free shoes was built into the end price, ensuring profitability and transparency. Over the next 13 years, Tom's donated over 95 million pairs to children in 70 countries. One for One became core to Tom's identity and yielded millions of repeat customers. Number six, initiate a conversation on issues. Start meaningful conversations. Dove's Real Beauty campaign and It Gets Better project stand out for initiating meaningful public conversations. While the former challenged unrealistic beauty standards, the latter publicized the struggles of LGBTQ youth. 7. Use the full variety of mediums to your advantage. Publicize the impact. Using a variety of mediums, ideally a mix of social and earned media, to reach out to target groups will widen any campaign's reach. Cooperative dairy producer Amul advertises its inclusive cooperative model, whose main beneficiaries are its members. Amul's digital marketing makes the most of platforms such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, apart from its traditional TV and radio advertisements. The don'ts of cause-based marketing. Number one, slacktivism does more harm than good. Don't be a slacktivist. Too many organizations fall back on slacktivism which is opportunistic marketing that involves little direct effort. Rather than helping the brand, supporting a cause for reasons of convenience can go the other way. Many fashion brands rush to post statements in support of the hashtag Black Lives Matter movement. L'Oreal came under fire for doing the same thing after having recently dropped a model for speaking out against white supremacy. Number two, do your groundwork before launching a campaign. Don't go in without doing market research. Pepsi's jump-in ad features media personality Kendall Jenner supposedly quelling a riot by handing Pepsi to a policeman. It was widely seen as trying to cash in on a climate of political protest centering on Black Lives Matter. Had the campaign been based on strong market research and grounded on an outside-in perspective, including on issues around police violence, it may have succeeded. Instead, for nine months post the ad, Pepsi's perception levels were the lowest in over eight years. Number three, promote an organic dialogue instead of over-explaining. Don't tell people what to think. Budweiser's UK partnership with London Pride fell foul of the masses. Rather than promoting organic dialogue, the brand purported itself to be an authority on LGBTQ plus symbolism, even attempting to reinvent the colors associated with the movement. For many, the brand seemed to over-explain nuances rather than aid in fostering a dialogue. Number four, Think your options through. Don't go in without a plan B. An ill-conceived initiative can quickly backfire. Burger King's hashtag feel your way campaign, which sought to raise awareness around mental health, proved controversial. The company was accused of trivializing and capitalizing on mental health issues, especially since its product had nothing to do with the cause. Making matters worse, It was targeted by a social media campaign in which former employees revealed their negative experiences when they sought help for mental health issues. Cause-based marketing as a damage control tool. CBM comes into play in both good times and in bad. Controversy-hit organizations can leverage it to demonstrate their accountability and willingness to change. Issuing an apology and aligning with their relevant cause can restore lost goodwill. However, 
it is vital that whatever initiatives get undertaken match the scale of the problem and fully express the brand's intent to repair the damage caused. Facing a lawsuit filed by Nigerian villagers who demanded accountability for its oil spills, Shell publicly recommitted itself to children's literacy and youth development programs. This came off as inauthentic and did nothing to help Shell's image. While skill development for youth is a worthy cause, it would have been more effective to focus on a cause directly connected with the problem, such as marine life conservation. On the other side of the spectrum lies the Fairness Cream brand Fair and Lovely, which for years was accused of facilitating colorism. The name itself and the imagery deployed in its ads sent out the message that darker-skinned women were less attractive. After rebranding itself as Glow and Lovely, it began to champion female empowerment. It set up a foundation that supports women through an easy-to-access platform, offering skill development via online courses and job postings. Thank you.